everybody, Pastor Nate here and hanging out with my dog Max in the backyard. We've had Max for a few years now and he's a cool dude. He's got tons of energy and uh, he brings a lot of laughter to our family. Uh, say bye, Max. Bye, guys. But uh, beyond just introducing Max to you, I actually wanted to reintroduce or re-highlight for you a very special doctrine uh, that I think is especially pertinent dur during the days that we're living in today. It's important at all times, but I think especially in the season that we're in today, it's especially important. And it's the doctrine of the priesthood of all believers. Uh, this doctrine was re-emphasized, refocused on, re-engaged with during the time of the Reformation with men like Martin Luther. And it's a doctrine that teaches that Jesus, as our mediator between God and man, when he came and shed his blood, died on the cross, rose from the grave, and ascended to the right hand of the Father, that everyone who believes in him partakes of his blood and gains his position. So as our great high priest and our great mediator, he wins for us uh, the ability to access God directly uh, as individual Christians, that we ourselves can go into the presence of God and engage with God on our own. And the reason why this was such an important doctrine during the time of the Reformation is that, of course, at that moment in the history of the church, uh, Roman Catholicism dominated uh, the the day, and the teaching that the Roman Catholic Church was giving was the idea that in order to access God, you have to go through the church. You have to go through the papacy. You have to go through the clergy. And uh, it, praise God for the wonderful truth that we don't go through anyone to get to God except for through God himself, God's son, Jesus Christ. And, and that through him, we get direct access. Now, here's what this does. Because we get this access, we are then called as Christians priests before God. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. The fact that we are priests before the Lord, the priesthood of all believers. And the first place that I want to look at for that comes from the book of Revelation, chapter 1 and chapter 5. In Revelation 1, verse uh, 5 and 6, it says, Jesus loves us, has freed us from our sins by his blood, and has made us a kingdom, priests to his God and Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. So he's made us by his blood into a kingdom of priests. So wherever you are right now, if you're part of the body of Christ, if you're part of the church, you are part of this kingdom of priests. Secondly, in Revelation uh, chapter 5, verse 10, in heaven, we are pictured or the saints are pictured singing to God, Worthy are you, or to Jesus, worthy are you to take the scroll and open the seals, for you were slain, and by your blood you ransomed people for God from every tribe and language and people and nation, and you have made them a kingdom and priests to our God, and they shall reign on the earth. So the idea there is that God has created by the blood of Jesus a church that is a kingdom of priests unto him. 
This is actually what many people consider to be the theological center of the Old Testament. The idea that what God was looking for in Adam and then tried to find in the people of Israel and the priesthood there, he was looking for people who would be his priests, who would worship him, who would center their lives around him. So the first thing that I wanted to say to you about the fact that if you're a believer, you are a priest unto God, that that you are part of this holy priesthood, is that you, and myself as well, all of us as Christians, we are meant to use this priesthood to minister to God. In other words, the ancient priests in Israel, they went into the tabernacle, they worshiped God, they offered sacrifices to God, they devoted their prayers to God. And we, as believers, get to do the same. We go to God. We minister, serve, care for, love on, worship, praise, adore, honor God. The first prayer of the Lord's Prayer that he taught his disciples is this. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. The reverencing of God's name, the respecting of God's name, the honoring of God's name. This is what his priests, we, his people, are called to do. So spend this time. Make sure that you spend time praying, loving him, getting into his word, adoring him in your prayer life. Not just giving him prayer requests, but honoring him, celebrating him, delighting in who he is. By the way, that Lord's Prayer that I just mentioned, the entire Lord's Prayer, takes about, if you pray it intentionally, about 20 seconds to get through, which is uh, how long we're supposed to be washing our hands for. So uh, tape it up on your bathroom mirror and uh, just go through that Lord's Prayer whenever you wash your hands, you know, 75 times a day, uh, crying out to the Lord. Okay, but the second thing I wanted to show you is not just that we're to use our priesthood vertically to minister to God, but I wanted to take you, lastly, to 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. He says, you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. You see, I didn't want to just tell you today that, hey, you're a priest unto God, so make sure that you spend time with him, that you worship him, that you love him, that you adore him. But I also wanted to remind you that here on earth right now, as our world is freaking out, as people are panicked, as tragedy is befalling us, you know, as we're going through, like I mentioned earlier in another video, the valley of the shadow of death, as all of that is happening in our lives, I want to remind you of who you are. If you're a Christian, you are a priest. Not just one to minister to God, but one to minister to other people. I was reading recently the book of Job, and as I finished up the book of Job, I was struck how at the end of the book of Job, God tells Job's friends that they were wrong in the counsel they gave to Job, the rebukes that they gave to Job. And how he wanted them to go to Job so that Job would pray for them. And I just thought, man, that's what we're to be doing. We're to be praying for our neighborhoods. We're to be speaking words of life to the people that are around us. We're to be a sense of calm, of trust. You know, because we know where we're going. We know that even if we fell sick and we perished, our bodies expired, we died, that we would have the great resurrection with Jesus, that we would live forever with him. So 
in a sense, because of all the truth that we have in God's word, we can have great peace. And as priests here on earth, we can begin dispensing that to the people around us, the communities around us, telling them about him. That's what it says there in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. And I want to be that kind of believer. I want to be the kind of believer that reps God well, that communicates that he is excellent, that he's been good to me, and that even when I'm walking through the valley of the shadow of death, he is there for me and he's sustaining me in the midst. So remember this during this season, church. We are the priests of God. We are the the, the priesthood of Jesus Christ. He has brought us into that great calling and privilege. So let's behave like it. Let's act like it. Let's minister to God and minister to the world that we live in as much as we can during this season. All right. I love you guys. I can't wait to see you in the flesh. Uh, But for now, this will have to do. Hope to see you soon. Bye.